Imagine you're at work working on an assembly line and the machine malfunctions and cuts your finger off. Kind of traumatic, right? You'd probably have to go to the hospital. They try to reattach your finger. Not really sure if you're going to have full function of said finger, everything else. So after a few days, after it's had some time to heal, you go into work and obviously everyone's talked about it. And you have a coworker come up to you and say, oh my gosh, like the other day I got a paper cut and I know exactly what you're going through. Like, it was so painful. I just, I can't even tell you. I'm glad you're okay, but whew, can you check in? Like, I'm, I'm not doing okay either. That was really traumatic for me. The person who lost their finger would probably be like, what are you talking about? What I went through was way worse than anything you're going through right now with your paper cut. And I think that's the natural human condition. We want to compare suffering. I shared this analogy on TikTok not all that long ago. The comment section was interesting because I think objectively we could say in the grand scheme of things, getting a finger chopped off is probably going to leave a larger impact than a paper cut. Somebody tried arguing what if they have a blood clotting disorder and a paper cut is a life or death situation for them. Okay, there's there's an exception to that rule. I see it. Okay. But then I also think about Jesus, and I think about us coming to Jesus with all of our sufferings. We say, Lord, I had a terrible day today. Lord, I stubbed my toe. Lord, I don't know what to do about this relationship. I don't know, you know, this person is just not even being very nice to me. I don't know what to do. Jesus doesn't look at us and say, I had 12 best friends, and one of them betrayed me and handed me over to be arrested and then crucified. What you're going through is nothing, okay? You need to be concerned about what I went through, and you need to be worried about the fact that what you're going through right now is pitiful compared to what I went through for you, not to mention. Jesus wouldn't say that. Great suffering requires great humility. Because everybody's suffering is going to be independent to themselves. Objectively, we can look at something and say, wow, what they went through is, like, I can't even relate to that. I can't personally, I cannot relate to somebody who has had a baby in the NICU. I cannot imagine how difficult that must be. I can't imagine how difficult it must be to have a special needs child. I can't imagine how difficult it must be to be directly faced with stage four cancer, having been through chemotherapy for several years. Somebody else is going to always have it worse off than us, and somebody is always going to have it better off than us, right? But with great suffering, it requires great humility, Because otherwise we can no longer be a community. I do think that it takes, when you're looking objectively at how significant an injury might be, I think that it takes the one with the objectively more significant injury to be empathetic to those with the perceived lesser than injury, right? That they would still care, that they would say, wow, I'm so sorry for your experience and try to not take it so personally that somebody's trying to compare themselves to you or trying to say that they understand exactly what you're going through when it's an entirely different situation. 
I struggled with that a lot when I had the twins in those early stages because my first two were 19 months apart and then having twins was nothing the same. And several people still will say, oh, my kids were, you know, a year apart, 16 months, two years apart. They're super close in age. It was like having twins, right? Irish twins are a thing. And certain people will say, oh, no. I had Irish twins. That's nothing like twins. You, I can't even imagine. Then other people will say, oh, like, I know exactly what you're going through. And there's always that kind of off-putting feeling that I would experience. It's like, no, you don't know what I'm going through. And I know some of that was tension and anxiety and just the pressure that I was under, that it's like, nobody understands what I'm going through right now. Stop telling me that you understand what I'm going through because I am completely overwhelmed right now. Um, thankfully, some of that has balanced out. But but in those moments where we are under such intense intense pressure, such intense um, brokenness, I want to call it. I still feel broken from having the twins, but that's okay. It's really softened my personality a bit. I'm a little less, uh, less controlling about certain aspects of my life, which is probably good for myself and everyone around. But nonetheless, um, when we're in that heightened state of brokenness, when we are currently being broken, It can be so easy to fall into that trap to just say, nobody else gets it. No one else is going to get it. Stop trying to relate to me. I don't even want it because you will never understand. I do not think Jesus experienced that on the cross. I don't think while he was dying for your and my sins that he was concerned about us comparing our suffering to his or saying that nobody will ever understand him or that he was going through this for nothing or anything along those lines. I don't think he had a single negative feeling about any of us. And he says that on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, right? The people who are actively putting him on the cross, calling for him to be crucified, he forgave even them. And he did that for them with not a single ounce of animosity. Completely embraced the process. Told, Told God, the Father, not my will, but yours be done. And so how much more... Can we learn from Jesus in that? Here in today's Aquinas' Lenten Meditations, he had talked about suffering and how Jesus had endured all kinds of suffering and just the different, just the gamut, right? Head to toe, all of his friends, who he suffered by, whose hands he suffered by. And it really just made me think about how great suffering requires great humility. Because without that humility, the suffering is is in vain. It's out of pride to say, well, I'm going through this. And since I'm going through this, nobody else can ever understand what I'm going through. And so I want to challenge you today to take the things that you are struggling with and do your best to attempt to see how it is that someone else with a perceived lesser than suffering may be experiencing their lives, set your own suffering aside for a moment and see how you can be present with them. Jesus does it for all of us every day. And I think it's the least that we can do. You know, he says, whatever you've done for the least of these, you have done for me. And so treat that person as though they are 
joining their suffering to Christ's cross as well, that their suffering is just as important. See how it can transform your relationship. I'll give it a try too. God bless you. Look forward to, looking forward to talking with you again tomorrow. <laughs> Take care.